Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by to listen to this podcast show, Mental Wellness for You. My name is Dr. Nicole Arcady, and I'm your mental wellness expert. I come to you with over 22 years in the field of social and behavioral sciences. This podcast was geared because I wanted to make sure to talk to my moms who are constantly working, doing various roles and tasks, and oftentimes forget to take care of our own mental health, to forget to put ourselves first and do those things that are necessary to ensure that we are able to handle the stressors of life. So in this podcast, you're gonna hear different interviews that I speak to various women and seeing what they have found to be helpful to help with their mental wellness. You're also gonna hear different topics and subject matters that are gonna be geared towards you all having mental wellness. So sit back, buckle up, and be ready for the experience of ensuring your mental wellness. Hello, hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Wellness for You with your host, Dr. Nicole L.R. Katie, the flame haired scholar. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is when things don't go as planned, they don't go the way you would expect them to go or how you anticipated them to go. What do you do? The need to pivot and change the direction of the way in which you were heading in. Now, as we all know, life does not oftentimes, well, I don't know about you, but for me, I can tell you, life doesn't always go the way as expected or as planned. And I often have people asking me, well, how do you seem to keep such a positive mindset and outlook with all the things that you have going on and particularly when things don't seem to go according to plan and the way that you expect them to go. Well, one of the things I can tell you, the clinical term that I have always lived by prior to me being a mental health therapist and knowing about this, I always looked at things as radical acceptance, meaning it is what it is. Meaning if you cannot change something, if it's a job, if it's a circumstance, or it's something that is causing you to stress, you either one, have to look at, okay, if I can't change it, then what's my other alternative? My other alternative is how do I manage it, right? And so that means how I'm looking at it. So what do I need to do in order for me to be okay with the current circumstances? Now, you're probably thinking, well, I don't know what you're talking about, Dr. Nicole. Give me an example. Okay, I'll give you an example. I can recall when I worked at this place, I'm not going to say where it was, but let's just say I was a mental health therapist while I was doing this. And I did not like my job. I just didn't. I did not like it. Every day when I got up, I dreaded going to work. When I was on my way to work, before I even went into the office, I literally would pause in the car, take a breath, And then I would have to say a prayer. I would say, Lord, touch my mind and guard my tongue because I am an advocate, right? And so my name, Nicole, means victory to the people. So when I see something that's unjust as I perceive it to be, then I often have a 
affliction where I have to say something, right? I just have to speak up and I have to say something, which kind of goes well with my profession of being a clinical social worker, right? Because that's a part of what we do is we advocate for others, for those when we see are in need and for ourselves as well. So I would go to this job and I had to stay there because, you know, your option is you either leave a job you don't like it or you learn how to deal with it, right? How to change your mindset and how to be okay with where you're at. Well, for the reasons I had small kids and my husband and I had early on decided in our marriage, once we started having kids, that one of us had to maintain benefits. So it didn't matter if we worked part-time, full-time, as long as one of us carried benefits, we would be okay. So the other person can, you know, take part-time jobs or take alternative types of jobs that may not have afforded us with benefits or provide us with benefits. So I had to actually maintain the benefits. And the reason why I had to maintain the benefits was because during this one time of our lives, my husband carried us on his medical plan. Well, his company decided to change the way in which they did open enrollment. Typically every year, if you didn't have any changes and you wanted to keep your medical plan the same, then you didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to touch it. You didn't have to change it. It would just roll over to the next year, the same plan that you had, right? Well, this year his company did something different and they said you actually had to go into your healthcare benefits and elect those benefits, the same ones that you wanted, but you still had to open it up and elect them. Otherwise they would roll you over into their plan that they had because he worked for a medical um, facility. And so my husband didn't pay attention to that. And a lot of people, unfortunately at his job did not because it had been the same you know, year after year. So no one went into that. So as the new year started to come around, around November, uh, December, as we started to get emails and, and um, mailings from in the letters, letters coming in to the mail with Blue Cross. And we're like, what, what is this? Because we've always had Kaiser healthcare plan. And so we had this, you know, new everything coming in. And then that's when we found out, oh, shoot, like he was supposed to go and choose and elect the same benefits that we had and he did not. And so come that new year in January, we were no longer gonna have Kaiser Healthcare. We were then going to have this other healthcare plan. I think it was Blue Cross or whatever, Blue Shield, one of those. And that that wasn't okay for us. It wasn't okay for us because I had three young kids and they already had doctor's appointments lined up and I had all of their medical treatment and everything at Kaiser because that's the healthcare plan that we had since my kids were younger. And so we had to make a decision. I said, well, okay, well, you can't go back onto your insurance. Literally, we had to wait that whole January through December that was through December of that year that was coming up that we were not going to be covered with Kaiser. And so I was working part-time at that time because that was another choice that we had decided for our family was to allow one of us to stay home with the kids so that we both were not working full-time at the time. And we were very fortunate to be able to have that option and the opportunity to do that. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and look at a full-time job that can provide me with some benefits. And so that's what I did. And the goal, or let me not say the goal, the agreement was, I would only have to work that job for a year because then he, my husband, will be able to pick us back up onto his insurance plan. Okay, you follow me? So life didn't go as planned as expected, right? Meaning, 
I wasn't expecting to have to go back into the workforce at that time because I want to say my baby was about two-ish, almost maybe going on three at the time, my youngest that was of three. And so, well, you know, I had to pivot with what I had anticipated and was expecting that I could do. So I applied, did some other kind of things, did all this stuff, right? So I landed the job and I started this job. This job I was working at, and I knew I had to be there for a year because that's when open enrollment started back up in October and you could choose to elect whatever you wanted for your medical plan for the following year. So I knew already going in, I had to stay at the shop for a year. Okay, I'm thinking to myself, no problem, easy peasy. I can do it for a year, OMG. Got to that job, let's say it was a county job. Got to that job and I absolutely hated it. Did not like it. Uh, I can't, just a lot of reasons why I didn't like it. And there were a lot of people, let's just say, that did not like it and were disgruntled with employees at the time. And so for me, I got to that job and I just didn't like it. But remember, I couldn't quit because I said, what I talk about radical acceptance is it is what it is. Either if you're somewhere where you don't like, right? You either quit the job or you learn how to be okay in the circumstances and change your mindset and how you look at it. So I found myself complaining a lot, right? With another colleague who didn't like it either. And we were just finding all the things that we didn't like about the job until I had the epiphany, or I should say, God told me, okay, stop complaining, stop murmuring and doing all things without murmuring and complaining. And so I talked to my colleague and said, okay, we cannot complain anymore. We can't because it's not helping us, it's making it worse. And she agreed at the time. And so we changed the way that we looked at things. And so with that job, I could not leave. I had to stay there for a year. I had to accept that. Nicole, you couldn't go anywhere. It is what it is. So what are you going to do since you cannot leave? What are you going to do to be okay so that you are not in a mental state of just exhaustion and just dissatisfaction and feeling burned out and not motivated with my job? So what I did was I had to find one thing that helped to get me up and to go into that job and to accept my circumstances because I had to be there for a year. And what I did was I focused on the one positive thing. And that positive thing was it was providing me with the paycheck for my family and the medical benefits that we needed. And that's what I focused on. When my manager was horrid, when different policies came down that affected everyone, when they wanted us to work different types of hours, when they wanted a lot from us, but they were not paying us adequately of what we needed to compensate us for the job we were doing. I stayed focused on those two positives. One, I was bringing home a paycheck and two, I had medical coverage through Kaiser, which I needed for my family. So that's how I did it. That's what I focused on. And I got to tell you, it worked. It absolutely worked. It helped me. So I no longer went in there with a negative mindset. I no longer went in there like, oh my gosh, I got to be here. This is sucky. This is horrid, right? And I actually lasted longer than 12 months. I lasted 18 months. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. So I lasted longer than what I had agreed. My husband and I had agreed for me to stay there. And it the reason I was able to do that was because 
it didn't turn out how I planned, right? The job wasn't at all what they had advertised it to be. And when I interviewed, it definitely was not at all what I was led to believe how it was going to go. And the environment was more of a hostile work environment, but I knew I had to be there and stay there. So I had to change how I was looking at it. I had to change my mindset, right? And not focus on the negative things because there were a whole lot of negative things that I could focus on, but I had to focus on what was working. So just think about where you're at right now. If you're in a circle, if you're in a situation or have circumstances where life doesn't go according to plan, right? You pivot, you change direction if you can, or you change the direction of your mind and how you are viewing it, right? So another example, my middle son just turned 21. Yay! So he just turned 21 and he's the one that actually made me a grandmama, but I don't say grandmama. I actually say G-ma. That's G hyphen M-A, G-ma. That's what they call me, G-ma or G-mama. I don't know which one she's going to go with. I will have to wait because my grandbaby is only eight months. So whichever name sticks, I'm like throwing it against the wall, whichever one sticks and she, she goes with, that's what she's going to call me. But not granny, not grandmother, not grandma, right? It's either Jima or G Mama. Whichever one she decides, that's the one I'm going to stick with. So, going back to when life doesn't turn out as expected, I wasn't expecting to be made a Jima, you know, at my young years in my 40s, let's just say, right? And my son wasn't expecting to be a father, but he had to pivot. I had to pivot, right, with the things that I had planned for him. And not saying his life is over, but I just had to pivot because now I'm like, oh, no, he's not my baby anymore because he has a baby, right? He actually has someone that's looking and depending on him. And so life didn't go as anticipated, right, how I planned for my kids' lives to go because Granted, you know, you have these dreams, these hopes, these aspirations for your kids and you see how you want, you want their life to be easier than yours, right? You want their lives to, if you can, shield them from any kind of tragedy, any kind of difficulties that you can, but you can't. They're going to go through things and it's when they go through things and life doesn't turn out as you anticipate, are you able to pivot are you able to shift that mindset that you may have? And I could have been sitting here negative, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you didn't finish school. I can't believe you had a child. I can't believe you're doing all this with my son. But what would that have accomplished? His baby is already here, right? That wouldn't have accomplished anything but to make him feel bad and down and not good about himself. And that is exactly the opposite at what I want as a mom and as a parent. So I had to pivot and shift my own mindset with how I was looking in the direction of things I wanted for my son, because guess what? I can only provide him the tools and, and the guidelines and outlines, but it's up to him to pick up the tools and use them. And it's up to him to decide how he wants his life to be, right? I can only be a guide, right? And, and provide the advice now because he is an adult. And now at age 21, legal adult for everything kind of, right? As we look at that. And so I just had to learn how to pivot because life doesn't oftentimes go the way you are anticipating. I mean, I can just say for myself, I am a professor at a university, an assistant professor at a university. I am a business owner of a mental health therapy practice. I am a podcast host, right, of two podcasts, this one, Mental Wellness for You, and the Faculty Circle Wellness Matters. I am an author of different types of inspirational, motivational books 
for moms and women centered around mental health and mental wellness, right? I am a content creator and a course creator of different types of courses that are geared towards professional and personal development. That's not how I thought my life was going to be. This is not how I thought my life was going to be at all. Now, I am truly blessed for the life that I have and what my husband and I have made, but I had to pivot. I wasn't expecting to do this. I was supposed to be an attorney when I was going, when I was younger and I was looking at what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to be an attorney because I wanted to be able to advocate for those uh, one who I wanted to work for. I wanted to work for minorities, right? Particularly African-Americans. And I wanted to be able to speak up and stand up for them in the courtroom so that they can have a fair shot. And then I wanted to progress to a judge because I wanted to be non-biased when I heard the different testimonies and the different stories that were presented before me and not be harsh towards a minority just because they were a minority, right? Because we know in our legal system, that is what happens in the U.S. of A. And so that's the direction that I wanted to go towards, right? I wanted to be an attorney. Well, life didn't go according as planned for myself, right? So when I was a senior in my undergrad degree, I actually got pregnant with my daughter, that's not what I anticipated. That was not at all the life that I had planned because I had big things in mind, right? I was going to law school and all these other types of things. And so I found myself a mom younger, right? And earlier than I had anticipated. So my daughter was actually three months old when I graduated with my bachelor's degree. So she had, she's attended actually all of my graduations. How cool is that? All of my graduations for my terminal degrees, my doc, my daughter has actually attended every single one of them. So life didn't go as I planned and I was able to pivot, right? And okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here? Woe was me and stay stuck. And I, I could have said, forget it and not give it and given up on school because I got pregnant with her my last year in my undergrad. So I had her my last semester actually of my undergrad degree. My, the spring semester, I actually had her in February of that year. And that was my last semester in school. And so I had to, one, we, radical acceptance. It is what it is. I'm pregnant, right? I'm going to have this baby. So what do I need to do now? So I had to pivot and look at different types of jobs that would allow me to be the mother and be there for my daughter and give me the schedule that I needed. And, you know, without it being overtaxing and so much of a burden as far as being a working parent, because at that time I was a single parent and I pivoted, right? I didn't stay stuck. I just changed the direction in which I was going. And that's how I actually found myself in the field of social work. I never thought I would be in the field of social work. You know, I didn't even know what social workers were. I just thought they were just welfare workers. And that's not even a social worker. That's a caseworker, actually. But I didn't know what that was. But I pivoted because that is what was needed for me in my life. And it was the best decision that I could have made. It was the best pivot that I could have made because of me pivoting, I, I it placed me later on in a position at a job, right, within social service and social work, where I was able to meet my husband inadvertently through his aunt, who was a supervisor of mine at the time. 
And so because of the pivoting, I actually found myself in a better place, a place I never thought I would be in because I didn't even know about it. So sometimes when life doesn't go the way it's planned, it's okay because it may be opening up the door to a new avenue for you. It may be opening up the door for a new adventure to a new place that you have never had any idea existed, but because you were going through something and you shifted, right? Think I think of of a boat and it's and you have these sails and the wind comes and then the the wind comes and then the sails have to shift and it may take you in a different direction than you were anticipating but that doesn't mean that that direction is a bad one that doesn't mean that direction is going to be horrible and that it's not going to be good for you it could actually be a great thing for you if you were open to the possibilities and so it's all about how you're viewing it so when life doesn't go the way as planned it's okay. That's a time for you to pause and stop and say, okay, it didn't happen the way I was expecting and I was thinking. Now what? Right? Which way do I need to pivot? Left, right, forward? Which which diagonally, right? Which way do I need to shift so that I can then reset? And the, and oftentimes it may be shifting your mindset, and that can be hard to do as well. When we stay stuck in the negative Nelly mindset, that prevents us from gaining access to all of what we're wanting, our goals, our desires, our dreams, it stays, it makes us feel unmotivated. But when we can have that positive Paula mindset, that allows us to say, I can do this. I can achieve my goals, my dreams. I can be successful. Now let me look at what are the steps I need to put in place and need to take so that I can get to where I'm trying to go. And sometimes we find ourselves stuck and that's okay, right? In that negative Nelly mindset, right? In that mindset where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me. Why, why, why is me kind of role? Then you just need to find out if you're in that state, what do you need to do to get yourself out of that state, right? Sometimes you may need an extra little assistance and that's okay. My Cage No More book, it's a Cage No More, You Hold the Keys to Unlock Your Joy and Happiness, talks about that mindset. I, I should have brought the book in here with me so I could have looked at, you know, what chapter is in. I can't recall what chapter it's in, but it's in there and it talks about how to help you move towards that mindset that's going to allow you to be unstuck, that's going to allow you to be actively engaged in life versus being a, a we want to be actively engaged in a participant in life versus being a viewer right? I don't want you to sit on the sidelines and just viewing life. I want you to be actively engaged in life so that you can get the most out of life. And you may think, well, okay, Nicole, well, I got the book. Yeah, it's great. You do talk about it in a chapter. Okay. But I need a little bit something more. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can seek the services of a professional life coach, right? That's something that can help you. Or maybe you need something that you may be have something more clinical. I'm going to encourage you to see a mental health therapist, right? That's always great. Maybe you're like, well, I don't really have time for that. Or maybe that's not something I want to try out yet, but I still need some assistance. Well, you know what? You can also go on to ANA online wellness uh, courses by Online Academy, ANA Online Wellness Academy, where I have different types of courses. And I do have one on mindset with helping you if you find yourself stuck, if you find yourself needing more creativity, wanting to feel more motivated, how to get to the next steps. I walk you through step by step how to do that. It's very interactive where there's different videos and it's like I'm talking to you directly one on one, right? So it's the best next thing if you don't have a coach or a therapist because I'm coaching you through in these different types of courses 
on what you need to do. And I give you different downloadable activities to do because it's all about what you put in is what you're going to get out. That's going to help you to figure out what do I need to do to pivot into that direction that's going to help me get the mindset that I need and to help me get beyond where I may find myself at right now. And so why did not I not put in what that website is? But I do want to let you know, if you go onto my website, which is www.drnicolearcady.com, so drnicolearcady.com, then it will pop up with a direct link on where you can go so you can access my online courses and just peruse through that website and you can see the different types of of um, courses that I have online, right? Because so my tagline is they're quick, they're interactive and designed for you. So those are definitely some places that you can go and then peruse through, um, you can go on amazon.com and look at the different types of um books that I have that are all centered around not only mental wellness, but professional development as well. So I found the website. I had to go online and look it up. It is aaonlineacademy.org. So the letter aaonlineacademy.org. And that is my online wellness academy with the different types of courses that are for you. So I hope that you have learned something or have heard a piece of information or I took a little nugget of something that I've spoken about. If you're finding yourself stuck, if you're finding yourself having a difficult time, really just addressing to what's going on right now with you. If you're feeling like, ah, how do I get out of this, right? Or what do I need to have? I hope you found something to be inspirational to help you be able to pivot and change that direction of if it's your mindset, right, that needs to be changed or to pivot and change the direction and start heading towards where you need to be to gain access to not only your peace, happiness, and joy, but to be able to acquire and attain your goals that you have set for yourself. Well, this is it. This has been another episode of Mental Wellness for You. I want to thank you for taking the time to stop by, to listen right? To take time for yourself because this is mental wellness. This is self-care. You are doing something for your own mental wellness, for your own well-being. And the reason why I can't keep saying this enough, the reason why I do this, I come onto this, this podcast, this platform to talk about mental wellness for my moms, because I know how important it is. I know that we often do not take time for ourselves. We're often focusing on our kids, on our spouses, on our partners, on our family members, on our parents, on everything else. And we often forget about ourselves. But moms, I got to let you know, let me pause for this moment and take a little sip of my water. I got to let you know you're important. You are so very important. The world would not go around if they did not have a mother, period, right? We would not be here if we did not have a mom. And so I want you to make sure you're doing something for yourself, taking that time for yourself, whatever that looks like, but you're doing it right now by listening to this episode, this podcast show. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast show, thank you, thank you, and welcome, welcome. Peruse through the different episodes that I have. See something that sticks out, click that button, right? Listen to it. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. And also remember what I say, sharing is caring. Share with another woman, another mother that you feel would benefit from listening to this podcast episode or just the podcast show in general because that's going to help. We are all in this together. I say we need one another. We are not meant to be alone by ourselves on an island. 
that is not how we are going to be successful. So just remember that you're so very important. I hope you have a fantabulous rest of your week and happy Monday, Monday, as I love to say, because how you start your Monday is going to go on and follow you for the rest of this week. And we want it to be a very positive, uplifting, motivating week that you're going to have and productive. Let me put that P in there and a productive week as well. So moms, as I always say, why is it so very important for me to talk about and you to know about mental wellness? Well, that's just simple because you matter too. Ta-ta for now, everyone. You have been listening to another episode of Mental Wellness For You with your host, Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert and red hair flamed scholar.